Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find a Way podcast with Dusty. Hopefully, you're finding a way on your journey. This is part three of the beginning. In fact, this is kind of intersects with what currently uh, happened today. Uh, I had just recently got a shopping uh, trip at Costco done, and I had shared a story on Instagram. You do and will hear the kids in the back, uh, just in case if you hear some extra noise in the back. Uh, we are finding a way to do a podcast uh, coming back from Costco. So, um, in regards to the story that I shared, it was a slice of Costco pizza and then the Caesar rotisserie chicken salad from Costco. And the simple question of what has more calories? And I put a poll out there. So far, it's I just put it up and it was only five or six votes and it was all for the salad because that kind of question is going to solicit, oh, it's the salad. It's like this suspenseful thing. Well, they're actually evenly matched when it comes to calories. It is the same amount of calories whether you're gonna have the salad or whether you're gonna have the pizza. And so really, if you're gonna have one and you're like, you know what, I've gotta sacrifice and have the salad and you really want the pizza, it's the same impacts. It really is a numbers game. And when we go into the episode talking about the beginning of my journey, that's ultimately what's, for me, is what I was missing and why it had to get to a point where I had to have surgery to save my life. That's, I I had built this wall up for 30 plus years of just these habits and tendencies that got me to over 500 pounds. And it was the simplistic things that I wasn't seeing, like what I'm sharing now and the story that I'm sharing. And a lot of what I've shared on on what I do, I mean, I think I've said it before that I'm sharing in a way that I would hope that Dusty would utilize what I'm posting as inspiration or motivation for himself. And that's the uh, serious stuff, the mental health, but also the funny stuff on this journey. And it doesn't have to be this torturous ride of just losing weight, but you can actually enjoy it along the way. And my beginning, like I mentioned, um, was very tough. And I think the last episode I touched on a little bit on how a horrific scene for me was waking up from the surgery, looking at the pale colored walls. And I think they're actually going to go through a recent remodel. So I was one of the last ones that was in this dingy looking hospital dungeon, but it scared me. And, um, you know, one thing that I didn't share on the last episode was my final meal. And I remember this final meal because I, it was almost like a sign-off. It was almost like a, okay, this is it. And I remember it was the cheeseburger pizza from Papa John's with a two liter, two liter of Sierra Mist. The regular Sierra Mist, not diet or zero, anything like that. It was a regular Sierra Mist and an entire cheeseburger pizza. And I remember having that right before I laid down. I felt stuffed and just, uh, you know that feeling of just overeating and just it sits heavy it's exactly what happened and um, I remember that as my last meal and I knew that going into this the the scary things that I experienced through surgery and through other items were almost like this I've got to do this and if it's going to be bad enough for me to need surgery I'm going to have to commit to this and I can't stray and I remember so vividly in a pre-surgery meeting, I actually uh, was in the meeting with uh, a group of uh, probably 20, 25 people. And one of them just was so adamant on, when can I have rice? Okay, I get it. I know this. I know that. But when can I start having rice again? Well, it's cooked like this and cooked like this. So it's not that bad. It's like, when can I have rice again? And it was just this, it was this mentality of, no, your entire life needs to change 
because whatever you were doing before led you to your top weight and led you to a point of having to have this. And so something has to be taken serious at this point if your life is threatened. I didn't get a chance to respond to this individual yet. It's in my saved messages and I'm gonna respond later today. But someone just messaged me, hey, I'm experiencing sleep apnea now more than ever. Did you experience that? And I was experiencing more and more things that were just a clear sign that things were gonna end very, very soon for me. And so I knew in the very beginning I had to take it serious. Now, the intersection of I'm gonna take this serious with the habits and rituals that I've built for 30 plus years came to a head multiple, multiple times. And where it came up the most was after about two or three o'clock every single day. The reason for it is I would have a number of calories up until a certain point, and then after that two or three o'clock when I would be at a certain point of calories, I would run out. I would come to a point where I've only got 200 left for the day. I've got a minimal amount and I've got a lot of day left to live. Uh, I've got, you know, going to go to bed at nine or 10 o'clock and I'm almost done with my calories at two or 3 p.m. What am I going to do that entire time? So it was an intermix of food addiction, the, the coping mechanisms, but also when you're bored and have nothing to do, it's pretty easy to just chop and eat in front of a movie or in front of the TV. And that's what I did. And so there were mo many moments where I had this, it was almost this, like, and I've called it mourning, the, the funeral for, you know, but it was just this sadness, if I'm honest. It was, I mean, can I dare say this depression, that I couldn't use food to feel better. And it was like, I couldn't, I could, but it was like this mentality of I can't. I can't let food do this to me. And I've talked about so many times on how words are powerful and the things that you say that are powerful. When you say those things to yourself, it actually starts settling in and makes it easier in the sense of easier to continue fighting the good fight and going through the battle of correcting your eating behaviors. Because if you're now saying to yourself, I just can't. I just can't do this anymore to myself. I just, and, and it's almost like this. Um, I mean, it, honestly, the best example I have, and, and I, I know it may not connect with some of you, but I'm hoping that this makes sense. I think about prayer. It's like, what in the world? Like, I could give like these extraordinary words and I can sell it, say, uh, say it very eloquently and uh, I can have like hums and hymns and all that. And I can put on this show of, of this elaborate prayer, but I really feel that God would really actually hear my transparent, just talking to him. Like I know him, like, Hey, I, I, I know that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I've fallen short here. Um, just having a conversation. I felt like there's just something real about it. Well, I feel honestly, like I would say the fluff. There's a lot of fluff when it comes to prayer. There's a lot of extra. And so I think about my journey and I think about the journey itself. There's a lot of fluff in the fitness and weight loss and health industry. There's a lot of fluff. But then when you get down to the to, to bare bones, the, the actual truth of it all, 
that's when true change takes place. I can fluff you up and say, you know, eat no carbs and all protein, you're gonna lose weight fast, or go on this diet and do this gimmick and this gimmick and this gimmick. There's a lot of fluff. But if you just get down to the bare basics of it, is it's a numbers game. If you're at a calorie deficiency, you're gonna lose weight. It's not gonna just all of a sudden happen after three days of calorie deficiency. You're gonna have to have to have consistency over the course of weeks and months for it to truly add up and for, for your body to truly change. And so I feel like the very beginning of my journey, I was I stopped fluffing up myself, literally. <laughs> I stopped fluffing the, no, I'm fine. I stopped fluffing the, uh, I'll go on a diet later and uh, my talkative daughter in the background. Again, this is the Find Your Way podcast, and my wife is doing a remarkable job at knowing that we're doing a podcast, but giving Presley the look of, it's all good. I think it's the post-lunch. Uh, we gave we got her these new fruit whips, uh, and it just was- gave her three. Hold on. She gets louder. Okay, so Presley likes to get real toddler in Costco. And so if I give her some fruit strings, she's a happy camper. And so we we were in Costco for a long time. There's a lot of lines, a lot of people. There's a lot of people cutting us off, real rude. And it just so happened over the course of the hour and 15 minutes that we were in Costco, that three fruit things were needed. My wife, if, if this was a video podcast, my wife's look was on the video. You might be laughing at this point. Um, but uh, what, what are we, what was I talking about? What, um, calorie deficiency. Calorie deficiency. It's the foundation. But um, really. The, the fluff statement. Literally, I was fluffing myself up. Like, no, no, I'll, I'll, uh, you know what? I, I'm just gonna white knuckle it. I'm gonna cold turkey uh, this, and I'm just gonna eat this way. And I'll, I'm gonna get back on the diet on Monday. I'm gonna start on Monday. I'm gonna start on Monday. I'm gonna. I'm fluffing myself. I'm fluffing up this journey, and I'm not being really realistic on what it's going to take. And a part of the beginning of my journey of really making that transformational change on what's led to seven years of keeping it off is I finally just really was, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. And think about those that have struggled with addictions, those that have struggled with um, a toxic relationship. And you finally just get to this point where you're just like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I just, I've tried and I, I'm just, I can't. And there's like this acceptance. I hope, uh, like I hope there's, I, I'm almost thinking of the breakup and I know it's a movie with Will Ferrell and Jennifer Aniston, but there's like a moment at the very end of the movie. Will Ferrell, is it, what's his name? No, I forgot his name, but it's not Will Ferrell. Jennifer Aniston and um, uh, you're, if you're listening to this, you're screaming the name of this actor. Um, it was, it's from the breakup. Yeah. Um, he's in Four Christmases. I know his name. I know um, Four Christmases. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. I was going to say Rob something. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. <laughs> um, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston at the very end of the movie. And again, I know it's a movie, but there's a moment that you almost see Jennifer Aniston kind of just do this flip of a switch. Like, I just can't. 
you've got to have that flip of a switch. And if I'm talking about and sharing about what happened in the beginning, it was that. It was multiple moments where I just can't. And so for you as an encouragement as we wrap up the podcast episode is you've really got to come to the same point that I've been coming to during the beginning of this journey is I just can't do this anymore. And whatever that more is that got you to your top weight, um, I'm going to depart because the kiddos, <laughs> as Preston goes, I don't know. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Literally, we're making a podcast talking to my vents and we're making it happy we're finding a way and i always appreciate you supporting this podcast because really this is the, the core of what you're supporting making it happen wherever we are but thank you for listening to this episode i'll talk to you in the next one take care